0: All right, so this is Matt Lazaro, and this is my podcast, the Matt Lazaro Podcast, um, something I've been meaning to do for quite a while, and I'm really excited to get things started. And to give you a little brief overview, you know, I'm going to be putting up these podcasts with a, a, a bunch of the topics that I, I hold close to my heart, which are particularly around the health and fitness industry, um, being that nutrition is definitely the at the forefront of what I do and specialize in. and. A whole bunch of the other things like uh, mountaineering and hiking I'm probably going to talk about too. So, But for this first episode, um, I actually have my good friend Raul Chavez with me. Uh, He's a fellow entrepreneur, owns his own plumbing business. Uh, He's also a fitness enthusiast. He has uh, converted completely into a psycho in that regard, which is great. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Aside from that, he's also a really good friend and uh, fellow mountaineer. Uh, right now since we've been going out into the mountains and exploring so uh, that's uh, uh, Rawl's probably going to be with me on a lot of these podcasts uh, aside from um, uh, some of the guests I'll end up having but um, what he's going to do is actually going to interview me uh, for this this particular first one so you guys can get to know me a little bit more Uh, so without further ado Raul you can go ahead Wow
1: (laughs) physical enthusiast, psycho enthusiasts. That's actually a really big compliment coming from you, Matt uh, That made me laugh, but because uh, you know You work really hard at something and you don't really realize when you ever get there because you keep working and uh, That seems to be seems to be what happens, but uh, anyhow um, Hey, thank you very much for having me for asking me to do this with you is a huge honor uh, for me i've been i 've been working with you for i think i 've known you for about five years or so, something like that yeah. Yeah. yeah and um when I first first met you 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 were helping me with my food prep <laughs> that 's all I wanted to do It was like let me food prep, let me make a big change and uh man i don 't even food prep now but uh, <laughs> but but I definitely made a lot of changes in my life, and you 've been one of the biggest influences and the biggest helps i've had. Uh, consistently throughout the year. So, you know, for that, I always say thank you very much. Well, thanks, man. Thanks. Um, So, you know, I've gotten to get to know you um, a lot better since we've been driving up and down, going to these mountains um, obviously you don 't like too much uh in depth conversation when we 're on the mountain <laughs> A little inside joke there but uh but when we're you know we have a lot of time with ourselves and I got to get to know you and and I think this is a really good idea that you're doing um is get the let the people know who you are um because there's so much more to you that uh that 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 can probably be very very beneficial to to your audience so um why don't you Tell us a little bit about yourself as far as your place in in the community as a nutrition guru. I like I was introduced to you as like a nutrition guru. So, tell us a little bit more about about how long have you been doing this and how did you get into this this whole industry?
0: Well, for starters, I don't claim to be a guru just to put that out there. I didn't I didn't start putting that attached to my name. <laughs> the people spoke and that's what they said. Well, it's been man my place in this community, as 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 a nutritionist or a health, I even I, I kind of consider myself a health educator overall. Um, it's been about fourteen years since I started this this journey, basically, and it's been a it's been a really it's been just really fun to be honest with you because you know what 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 I was you know I had no real interest in 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 the the nutrition science aspect of things um mainly because when you first get into this kind of stuff you're really really focused on the training aspect of things um just kind of how much can you lift and bodybuilding was was pretty much the only thing that that took precedence over uh, a a bunch of the aspects of fitness and it was it was definitely something that was alluring and needless to say it, it kind of shaped uh who I am today and so you know I I originally got started in the supplement industry and I worked in the supplement industry for a little over a decade and it was a it was definitely a great experience because the interesting thing about that industry is that you are constantly coming across uh, just information in regards to how the, the human body could interact with different Uh, nutrients and chemicals and vitamins and minerals or however and it really just stoked up the flame for my 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 you know my need to just know more and um you know that that's kind of what ended up happening overall um i guess uh i guess that's kind of the 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 general gist but uh i'm really really glad that you get nerdy about that
1: because That is so hard for me to dig in. And I think, uh, um, you know, when I hear your information, I'm like, oftentimes I'm like, man, dude, you dig into some information out there that is just unbelievable. And and uh, after learning more about where you get your information from, um, it's extremely intriguing because uh, you don't just take. For granted, you just don't read someone else's stuff and just say like, "Hey, this is the truth." You come up (laughs) with your own truth. Yeah, really. You read, you you get, you dig really deep. No, how now have you always had an interest in the science of nutrition or? or? Yeah,
0: yeah. So you know, a a little more background. Basically, when you know, actually, I, I can actually start as a child. You know, as a child, I was always. More of the the thinker you know the one who questions everything, which was probably really annoying to my parents and my teachers growing up uh, I wasn't particularly the smartest, uh, but I was always very you know always always questioning things, just always asking why uh, and so it was kind of like the model I've always lived by, and the older I got, I was put into a position as i as I was you know getting older to to continuously ask these questions because um, as a child, I was—I actually grew up pretty sick. You know, I was a sickly child, is kind of what you would say, which was, which is kind of weird because if you if, if if you've seen me, I don't really look sickly. <laughs> <laughs> Far from. But but you know, and, and even growing up, I didn't look sickly, but I would always have something going on with my digestion, with um, uh, some form of allergies. I was diagnosed with. Respiratory airway disease and asthma as a young child. I I mean they had me on you know Basically taking rounds of antibiotics four times a year since I was probably my son's age eight or nine or even younger and As I got older they kept telling me I was going to grow out of it and I got older and the things got more complicated and started having more um, things that I ended up discovering on my own to be more related to what I eat and you know, it's very frustrating when you go to the doctor and they tell you you're fine, right? I'm, you know, even as a child, I was still an athlete. I was kind of put into that, <laughs> put into that that uh, realm where you, I really had no choice but to to play sports and to participate in, in athletics and to some degree. And so it's not like it's not like it was holding me back completely, but I never felt completely right. You know, there's always something wrong, and it was always you know, I was always told I was a hypochondriac, <laughs> and there's mm. plenty of people. You know, there's plenty of people who really understand what that means, especially when you're not. And the interesting thing is, is that, you know, when I when I when I was when I was in college, I was actually finishing up in uh, computer engineering and uh, even a little software design too. So computer programming and computer engineering is kind of what I was pursuing. Um, it was very fascinating. I, I was infatuated with it, but. As uh, things as things progressed, and when I was getting ready to finish school, uh, this all has a point, by the way, you'll see. <laughs> but w- 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 as as I kept pursuing this, um, the industry crashed in the early 2000s, as everyone remembers, the Silicon yeah. Valley crash. And so, instantly, all my connections in the uh, computer realm were gone overnight, and I had some reevaluating to do as okay. a as a young as a young man. Um, And I thought I was going to be able to walk into some jobs, making a lot of money in Silicon Valley or somewhere in the Bay Area, and it all disappeared overnight. And the thing that I was pursuing kind of on the side when I was in school was any, you know, I always figured, worst case scenario, I'll just become a doctor. (laughs) Because it was fascinating. Becoming a medical doctor always seemed very, very fascinating because... I, the reality is when you spend so much time being sick, you, you, you really want to know why. And so I took a huge liking and I was taking all, all the anatomy, human physiology, biochemistry, you know, uh, organic chemistry, and I, and, I, and I took all of those courses not even having to. And, and it, it just, it just, it just kind of sat there in the back of my head. And so after that all happened um, is when I started reconsidering what I was going to do for a living. Um, considering my my main uh, plan A was gone, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that opened up the doors to other avenues, and I thought I was going to go back to school and hey, let's go pursue this MD type of route, and um, ended up not because when I when I when I was working in the supplement industry, um, I started on you know I started uncovering more and more information right of things that were not what would say. Be traditionally taught or questions that my doctor couldn't answer about me and so when I go in and I have severe stomach issues you know IBS and I have like breaking out of hives randomly and they're just basically telling me oh it's just allergies you know and like I feel terrible this it's ridiculous you shouldn't feel like this and up until my early 20s mid 20s is where I started being able to dig a little bit more I started coming across new literature that was being published um and the internet was expanding so much, and now we have access to a lot of the research papers to like all all the different things like PubMed, for example. That's that's kind of the, the popular one that everyone uses. Um and so I just kept reading and reading and reading, and I have I've had some some huge influences uh over time, and one of the main ones was uh Rob Wolf, who wrote the payload solution. And um he really originally opened up my mind to reconsider the fact that, you know, maybe the medical profession doesn't know everything. How long How long ago was that? Over 10 years. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. And all while basically I was working in the supplement industry, yeah. I kept digging and digging and digging. And it just became a little more... And I'm a self-experimenter, right? I mean, kind of figured yeah. that out by now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try, much. I'll try anything to a degree, right, within reason. And you know what, what ended up happening was I would, you know, start eliminating certain things on my diet um, and seeing what happened. And as I started, you know, tinkering around with what was, what they were calling the the Paleo diet a long time ago, that's when things really started changing because. You know, the fact that maybe the general recommendations of food weren't completely right. Or maybe they weren't completely right for everybody under the same circumstance. Mm. Right. And so I just kept asking why. I kept digging more and and taught myself how to, you know, to read the the medical research papers and the scientific literature. and, And it just, it took a lot of time, you know. And during that process, I... Came certified as a nutrition specialist, nutritionist, whatever you want to call it, uh, right around that same time. And, you know, the first, I'll never forget the first couple of people I, I actually started giving a nutritional advice to. Um, is that one
1: of them? Just, no. <laughs> no. Um,
0: and the funny thing was, is it's, <clears throat> what I noticed was, it worked, it worked well for the first three people, right? Mm-hmm. Then I had another three people that were like, yeah, let's give this a try. And, you know, I'm basing these recommendations off of the, the things that were traditionally taught in school in reference to nutrition, mm-hmm. right? And then it started, started not working for certain people, meaning they weren't really feeling the greatest, um, they weren't losing weight, you know? No,
1: real quick, uh, yeah. what... What was your actual job or where did you work when, when this was happening? Like, what, what was your uh, platform, I guess? Yeah, means? so I worked,
0: I worked for a supplement company called Max Muscle. Okay. Um, and during that time, uh, it, they, they, I was one of the first uh, out of, the, out of the, that company to become certified. Okay. Um, so, they wanted to have an expert um, in, in the store to give advice. And then uh, the way it was presented to me, one of my one of my uh, early mentors in really really early, probably the first mentor in that in that regard was a a, um, an RD registered dietitian named Lucio, and he ran the first certification program, and he really really helped me um, a lot. And the funny thing was, it's like he even though he was a registered dietitian, he still was not like your typical Person that you go to the hospital and you just have these vague recommendations. He was more of um, a tinkerer, you know. A lot of questions to figure out the the differences and why why how we eat was really important and relevant, but not always not always confined to one particular way, Mm -hmm. you know. And he had a huge emphasis on you know the customization aspect of these recommendations, and and so that's. You know, I think I was very fortunate to be introduced to that very quickly because it already had—I already had the mentality like, "Hey, well, each individual probably has their unique biochemistry, yeah. right?" Given, yeah. and our understanding of metabolism even back then wasn't complete in regards to what we know now, um, and some of the traditional sense of, "Hey, it's just calories in, calories out." You know, Lucha wasn't even particularly saying that that was a hundred percent true. Um, Because things could alter the way how your body uses energy, you know? So with all of that, I started noticing, you know, some of the methods just weren't quite working for some people. And so as I started tinkering with my own self, I started having the ability to uh, experiment with, uh, I hate that word, kind of, but it's really what it is. Um, Experiment with uh, some of my really, really early clients. And... The more I dug and the more I, I kind of evolved and you know modified the way I approach things to what it is now, it it really gave me a completely different outlook on the scientific aspect of things being that we always, always, you know, have to have an open mind because science, you know, I can't remember who said it, it's a really famous quote. But what the the whole point in science is to redu- to reduce uncertainty. Mm -hmm. that's it you're not ever speaking in definitive truths even if there is a you know even if we're talking about something like gravity for example it's just the best that we know at the moment right right it's literally it right Right. so why is it any different in nutrition and nutrition is so heavily you know protected by dogma and the dogma is is like You know, if you don't do it this way, you're going to get heart disease and you're going to die. Or you're going to get diabetes and you're going to die. And it really is all built around fear. And, you know, and still to this day, even with the overwhelming amount of evidence that nutrition should be approached as a per-person basis um, generally all all the time, especially if someone's suffering from things like I was dealing with, autoimmune issues, um, and that's what it ended up being. And it took me experimenting with myself. Um, <laughs> that sounds funny. Experimenting <laughs> with my nutrition and learning more. And um, you know, one of the other people that I met early on, and he's a good friend of mine, is uh, my 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 good friend Dr. Shapiro. And he was he was extremely knowledgeable in other in other areas that I wasn't in regards to how the human body works. And he also gave me insight on certain elements of how, you know, physiology could be affected by what we eat or, or let alone just everything. And so in a roundabout way, you know, just, I was very fortunate to be in the right place at the right time and had the right people around me as I was kind of filling my head with, with, uh, with this, to kind of what I have now, which is more of a, a philosophy of nutrition to a degree, yeah, you know, maybe that's not the right word. Maybe methodology is more of an appropriate term. But, but I, I really think philosophy, to an extent, describes the way I approach it because it's 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 kind of just a way of uh, a way of approaching things overall. Because if, if if you know if you've ever worked with me or heard me talk about anything. I'll always tell you, it's not only going to be done. It's not only going to be, you know, the solution to what's going on is not only subject to what you're eating. right? We have all these other elements of what's going on and what's affecting things, you know, overall. And, uh, you know, those things include things like your sleep, your stress, uh, light exposure. I mean, it's just the, the list goes on and on and on. But it took me a very long time to reverse a lot of these uh, autoimmune issues I was dealing with, and even metabolic issues. Because uh, even as an athlete, I still even had weird stuff like insulin sensitivity issues and, and unstable glucose. And wow. yeah, it was crazy. You know, sleeping like crap. And so, know, would,
1: kind of go backwards, just really brief. But mm-hmm. like in high school, would you say that you were an athlete, like a high school athlete, football team, all that kind of? Kind yeah, of- yeah, I was an
0: athlete. I, you know. When I was a sophomore, I I, I held the the, the three thirty high hurdle record for the for the uh, um, what's it called the uh, the area or whatever it's called. Um, you know, I I competed at a fairly high level in track and field. I oh, wow. uh, I played basketball. Um, you know, I played on the basketball team, and I ran cross country. I did you know I didn't play football. Um, never got into football. Um, probably good. Protected my head, you know.
1: Oh, I'm sure fighting helped that, though. Yeah, well, that came a lot later in life. <laughs> but
0: you, you know, it, it was definitely you know my my whole my whole childhood and even all the way through uh, high school was spent uh, training. Mm-hmm. Always, never once did I ever go a time without playing some type of sport or just training in general.
1: Yeah, I've always been fascinated with your uh, discipline. When it comes to not just nutrition, but training too, um, obviously going to be a different podcast, but uh, (laughs) that that can be a long conversation. (laughs) Um, that explains a lot though. I mean, uh, I think for me personally, since I've been making, since, you know, I met you five years ago, whatever it is, the two people in my life that I consider doctors and, and You've had that phone call from me. You know it. Uh, Matt, something's wrong. I feel really weird. Do you need more water, Raul? Um, you know, uh, but you and Dr. Robert Shapiro have been, are literally my two doctors in my life. Like, I call you guys before anything, but, but that kind of makes sense uh, because of the philosophy that you believe in um, working with you. It Kind of somehow filtered over to me. I don't know what you want to call it, but but it's something that, um, and I think a lot of people battle that. You know, um, I had a conversation with my cousin the other day, and she's telling me all these things and all these things that's going on, all these things she can't eat, and she mm-hmm. eats this, and she feels like like that. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about is, that I, and I literally told her, yeah, that's a good question for Matt because I don't, <laughs> don't even think her doctor can answer that because they, you're so used to getting that that round robin of try this and and, it and everything they recommend reality is it requires a lot of discipline to to stay away from this food you know and that's hard if someone's not used to can't take food in and out of their life you know can just say oh i'm going to remove pizza like yeah okay whatever like that takes (laughs) a lot of work to remove pizza absolutely you know so um that that kind of that's
0: really good Uh, that ties kind of ties a lot of questions in my head yeah. And it ties them all together. Well, you know one one thing one thing not not to take away from medical doctors because I think they do a phenomenal job at at very specific things, and um, but it's just you know it's not you know it's that it, they they're not the ones that have all the answers all the time. Unfortunately, and, and you know I I'm, I'm more I'm more along the lines of helping people become empowered. From a knowledge aspect of the fact that how to ask questions, how to ask better questions, yeah. to to essentially figure out your own problem, right? And especially in regards to your own health, because we can't expect others to uh, we can't we can't rely on others to to take care of our health for us, you know. And you know, I, I think there's really good intentions. I, I'm not one of those conspiracy theorists that's like they only want you on meds because they want to make money and. They might exist, but I think that's a small percentage, honestly. But I think, you know, because most of the MDs that I know of, I've I've had the you know, fortunate ability to consult uh, a handful of surgeons and medical doctors and and all of that. And my conversations with them, it's just, they're just really left in a screwed up predicament where, you know, to to operate their practice. It's not like they have the time um, to actually work with individuals like that. And that's why I find what I do as a consultant overall is where I can help people individually. And I I think there's definitely going to be a tremendous shift in the overall approach to, you know, personal responsibility for health. And, you know, I I think we need more people to do kind of what I'm doing to help people on on an individual level, Um, especially when there's complications. I mean, there's... All the new statistics on the health are, are, are extremely alarming. I mean, we have the lowest life expectancy for the young, uh, for, for, the, for the children now will, are projected to have a, a lower life uh, expectancy than any generation for the last 200 years. We have wow. almost 50% of the population that's diabetic or pre-diabetic, and, and, and some a lot of them don't even know it, right? Right. Uh, Was it? We're up to over fifty percent in obesity in the just in the United States alone. Wow. We have, um and maybe my numbers may not be exact, but they're pretty damn close. Let's put it that way. And then even with autoimmune disease, we're seeing one out of every four people right now has some form of autoimmune disease, and you know, there's it doesn't it doesn't seem like any of those things are slowing down, and a lot of it, I believe, is rooted with. With how we eat, right? I think that's part of it, which is why I'm so so adamant about a lot of this stuff. And you know, I take people serious when they tell me that they, you know, it's like, hey, everyone thinks I'm a hypochondriac, and maybe once in a while they are, honestly. But even then, I think there's there's good reason to believe that that there's a reason they feel that way. And you know, I'm not saying. Changing your food will fix it all, but you know if we look at things in, as in their entirety, kind of how I like, like I said, from a, a philosophical and method, you know, you know, from, and from the met, uh, certain methods to apply and see if they actually work. You know, if we can quantify things, that's part of it. You know, it's either working or it's not working. I mean, there's no. You gotta have. You know, my obsession is having as many tools as possible. You know, kind of like how. How certain people that work on cars they just keep buying more and more tools. You know, <laughs> that's not me. I suck at working on shit with my hands. You won't ever catch me trying to do my own freaking plumbing because I'll probably cause a flood. Um, <laughs> even though if I spend enough time, I think I can figure it out. But it's definitely not my forte. But my tools and arsenal is is, uh, is from a, a knowledge aspect and and uh, an application standpoint. In, in you know we always say the proof's in the pudding. It even works or it either works or it doesn't. And so the more I could I could offer in that in that regards to the public and to my clients on a one-on-one basis. I, I feel like I'll be contributing to my part in being a, uh, a contributing member of society. You know, so I'm yeah. not, not, not a complete dirtbag. You
1: know. <laughs> no, well, I think you're doing a great job. I mean, um, you've helped me tremendously. So I'll imagine there's a. A lot of people out there that you there's one we're good <laughs> I mean if you go your whole life just helping one person you are a success so hey good job <laughs> exactly uh, so um no that's great information um uh that answers a lot of the questions
0: I have in my head uh, throughout these years um uh yeah no so, you know and, and you know I appreciate I appreciate everything um it's it's, I think we covered most of everything yeah um, for our first episode I think yeah. we
1: did a pretty good job um, uh, I'm, I'm when we were looking at my notes and I'm like man <laughs> we, we kind of just had a conversation here it actually
0: worked out the way you said it was gonna work out <laughs> oh I was super nervous <laughs> <laughs> yeah man well you know I, I hope I hope I hope uh, you know this 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 is just to get things started yeah. you know I, I really really am excited about this because I, I have you know I, Part part of part of what I'm going to do with this this podcast is have um, it as q and you know, I get I probably get tons and tons of questions every week submitted via email or through social media and stuff. And it, it's and I, I get to write about some of it sometimes, but a lot of it sometimes I really want to just have a conversation about it to, to kind of elaborate on things further. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to do a lot of that. I'm going to have other people that I find fascinating and intelligent to uh, have on and have them share about themselves, uh, people in the, in the industry and uh, maybe even other industries that, and, um, you know, and I'm going to share, uh, then we're going to talk about mountain stuff, too. Uh, I was so, going to say, yeah. like, like you,
1: you promised me, like, hey, do a podcast with me, we're going to talk about mountaineering, and here I am, I'm like, oh, uh, why come we're not talking about mountaineering? Uh, but, but I, I mean, I, uh, sadly, we're, we're heading out, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Definitely. Good. Definitely. We're gonna go out there All and right, see good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, you know, um, I I hope this was enjoyable. I hope it gives you a little more insight about who I am and why I do what I do, and uh, look forward to uh, to just uh, seeing where this goes. Yeah. It was great. Um, I really appreciate that. That. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, uh, looking forward to much more of these.